Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah. High tech. That's what it is. <laughs> That's how we do it here. That's how we do it here. Sorry. So oh, welcome. Man. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. Most definitely. Do this with me. <laughs> <laughs> so um. I, I think I explained it to you before, but for the sake of the listeners, um, this is a new segment I'm starting on the podcast um, titled What's Your Story? And basically, okay. I would be um, bringing people on here once in a while to share their testimonies and to um, really share their experiences with their Christian journeys and stuff like that, hoping to inspire other people and um, to build that community that I'm um, looking to build. So you're the first person. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> the pleasure is all mine. <laughs> right, so awesome, let's awesome. get into it. Um, can you please start by introducing yourself? Um, okay, so my name is Tobias Ekowitz, yes. but I do prefer to be called... Hey, relax. <laughs> um, I prefer to be called Toby. Um, that's like the short Toby form. Toby with an I. I am current... With a Y. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> with an I, but okay. <laughs> so guys that's t-o-b-y in the flesh um i am currently entering my third year at no i'm in my third year at the university studying management information systems and i consider myself to be an extroverted leader very very much very very much <laughs> so um yeah i mean essentially when it comes to introducing myself I guess it goes without saying that a very, very big part of my identity is my faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I haven't shared with too many people is that I, I for a while ago, I sort of got my mission in life. I know it's, it's, it's a little bit different from purpose. It's nothing too deep. But mm-hmm. then I honestly feel that my mission in this life or the task that I've been given is to become the bridge between spiritual excellence and um earthly success right because i'm big about entrepreneurship and you know basically doing things yeah. right and <laughs> it goes without saying that everybody wants to make a little bit of money in this life. <laughs> everybody <laughs> wants money trust me right um but then god is just sort of telling you that look you have the potential to bring forth or show christ in a completely new way so then being that support system between spiritual excellence yeah. and earthly success is one thing that i've sort of been adding to my identity that's, so yeah that's a bit about that's it. amazing thank you so much for that wonderful entry you've made my job a whole lot easier um, <laughs> we'll be getting into you know the deeper parts of your spiritual journey in a bit but mm, let's mm, talk about okay. where it's all done when do, when did your journey Eesh. begin <laughs> from, the, from, the, <laughs> no, from the genesis from the beginning the genesis the beginning, <laughs> beginning. <laughs> when do you think your christian journey started um this, 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 this is interesting. Um, so, I was born into a Christian family. Oh, right? yeah. My dad is Christian. Mom is Christian. So, I, but then I wouldn't go as far to say as my Christian journey began there. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, this is something that I'll tell most people. Is that, like, I mean, you, you may have been born into a Christian family. But, like, ultimately, your Christian journey begins when you sort of say that okay i'm going to take christ seriously for myself yeah you see yeah otherwise you're just sort of like following your parents to church and doing this and doing that so i mean i i don't think 
me see. I don't think I truly began my Christian journey until until like 2015. 2015. What made you yeah. realize that you needed to um pursue your own personal relationship with Christ? Um what was the turning points? The turning points. Um so I went to Alpha Beta, right? Uh-huh. You know this. Of course. <laughs> but then <laughs> And uh, I was I was in the boarding house and everything. And at that point in time, like I knew God and I'd pray and I'd go to church. But like I'm like, okay, that's that's really about it. Like I, I'd pray. I wasn't exactly like oh, a vagabond, you know, <laughs> rampaging around. <laughs> Just being a rascal and disturbing people in Ghana. <laughs> but at the same time, too, I wasn't exactly spiritual, yeah. right? Um, so. What, what happened is that I think in 2015, somewhere early in 2015, I went to church one day. This is uh, my own church at Action Chapel. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think this lady pastor came up to me and told me that, hey, you have music inside of you. And I'm in my head, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> because before 2015, yeah. I, 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 I didn't think I could sing yeah. in any capacity, mm-hmm. right? And I remember that, that week just before church, I was actually watching a lot of um, America's Got Talent and things like before then I hadn't been watching it so I was watching a lot of these singing yeah. I'm like oh I'm sure I can do that so like deep, so I was deep, deep, down, deep down you really wanted to be a singer but you just thought it wasn't ah, going to happen evolved, evolved. <laughs> but before she mentioned it like it never actually occurred to me that oh this is something that I can actually do yeah. so that was sort of like early 2015 and then somewhere in July the boarding house so I was in the boarding house and then we are going to church you know as we usually do mm-hmm. and it was a special service that day and it was like, oh, all those who want to give their life to Christ, et cetera, et cetera. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I've already given my life to Christ, so I'm good. Yeah. But <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't remember the exact moment, but it had to have been in that service because I think I even remember the date. It was um, July 5th, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I consider that like my Christian birthday of sorts. Oh. And <laughs> that's when I, like, I went down on my knees. I said, yo, go ahead, tell him. <laughs> it's looking like it's time to <laughs> get serious. Yeah. And then... From then on, like having a group of friends, so in the boarding house, having a group of friends who were already, I want to say a bit more spiritual than I was, mm-hmm. um, who were pursuing Christ in, you know, crazy ways. Like people would be getting up to pray and doing, you know, yeah. devotion and this. I'm like, I kind of wanted to be a part of that community mm-hmm. and I wasn't really. So then maybe that may not have been the best like intention to follow Christ, but I'm glad I had that group of people around me, yeah. like as an extra push. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, so that's probably where the turning point happened, July fifth, two thousand and fifteen. That's a that's a that's a very good one, and I'm glad you mentioned like it all happened in Alphabeta and stuff because because I was yeah. there with you, I I, I saw <laughs> I saw how the changing started and all of that, and yeah, we all yeah, for those of yeah. us who were in the school, we all saw the journey, and you know. Oh, we also we also, we also, we also <laughs> the journey. Okay, so um, I'm glad that you mentioned that you um, um, made it. You were very intentional about pursuing a personal relationship mm. with God. And I realized that one thing. Okay, so let me just start with this. A lot of people um go around saying that you know Christianity isn't a religion; it's a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think it's true. But then. From your perspective, what do you think that actually means? Or what do you think the difference is when you, like, when you say, when people say um, it's not a religion, but it's a relationship. And with that understanding, how does that lead you? Okay, okay. Um, 
So it's funny to say this because I actually didn't fully understand this particular concept until a lot later. Yeah. Um, I think, like maybe, I mean, I knew of it. Hey, hey, English. I knew about it. Relax, bro. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, I, I didn't sort of really grasp the meaning until somewhere like last year or something. Mm-hmm. But then. I think why people are saying that is because when it comes to the idea of religion, right? I mean, it goes without saying that the world has perverted a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. One of the easiest being love in itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love is in my head, in my heart, like I'm a romanticist, right? So then yeah. love is such a beautiful thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it is the idea of making somebody feel special, more special than you are. Mm-hmm. And just going all out for somebody or something, someone, anything at all. That's where my understanding of love comes from. And that's what I've, that's what I've understood mm-hmm. from God. Yeah. Right? Going all out for somebody. So then that idea of love has been perverted in the sense that, okay, you know, people now take love and it's only sexual or it's so many different things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And from there, that idea of love, we then get the idea of relationships. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, to anybody, a relationship is founded on the basis of some sort of love or affection. Yeah, that's right? true. I agree. Be it like an acquaintance, a romantic relationship, a friendship, whatever you call it, right? It is, there's some aspect of love in there, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, religion is... It's 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 more structure based, in the sense that you have this system that is the church and this system that is Christianity, right? And so many rules and regulations to follow, and things and appearances that you must uphold. What I understand by it is that God has said that look, maybe okay, so it's perfect because like um in the Old Testament there were quite a like a bit more rules and regulations. Right? Yeah. There were a lot of things to follow, Ten Commandments, etc. etc. A and very intense era. Very, very, very <laughs> intense era. <laughs> Alright, so that was that, that was very serious, right? And then, you know, God was I mean, he still is the same person, right? But like I feel like as the times change, he was like, Okay, for this set of people, let me um give them this particular rule set. And for this set of people, let me give them this particular rule set. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So the idea of it's not religion, it's a relationship for me is basically God telling me that look, I don't want you to follow me for structure and rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. I want you to follow me out of an act of love. That's and that's so important. I think yeah, that's that's what it means to me and that's how I understand it. Yeah. So with that understanding, how do you actively pursue your spiritual growth? And yeah basically while developing other parts of your life because mm. um we we can agree that in life you're going to form multiple relationships with so many other people like you really can, you can't live as an island okay yeah definitely, so definitely how do you actively pursue or develop your relationship with christ while developing your relationship with other people and making sure that it doesn't interfere with your journey mm. hmm this one's a doozy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's see. How do I actively develop my relationship with Christ? Yeah. While developing a relationship with other people. Other people. Um, That's a tough one for everybody. Honestly. No, but for, for me especially because like I I really um hold, hold on one second. I think my dad is. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry. Um 
yeah so that that one is is quite because i love people so like, much tobias tobias is such a too much. person you guys <laughs> like to the point where it's bad like i love people mm-hmm. and and you know it's it's been good it's been bad in sense that good because like i'm always sort of prepared to be there for as many people as i can yeah right and um if we're closer it's like you have every part of me but then at the same time too i struggled earlier on because while navigating my love for people and just you know being friends and meeting new people etc etc i sort of found it conflicting with my relationship with god right in the sense that like i mean i'll just be playing out and say sometimes people took precedence over god do you see and not only did it do that but then also it also damaged me in ways that i couldn't really explain or understand myself at the time because i realized that a huge part of me was not in a sense living for mm-hmm. myself i don't know if that's a good way to say like i would want to do things for other people i'd want to support other people and when anybody else is involved i'd want to be at my yeah. best okay but then it 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 it's was like a handicap because when it comes when it comes to anything that is literally for me mm-hmm. right i wouldn't put in as much energy determination motivation whatever so my personal life was non-existent yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. right i was always sort of you know looking to be around people and i couldn't sort of validate myself and people might say okay how does i have to do a relationship with god like if you can't be with yourself right if you can't develop that level of self love and self intimacy mm-hmm. right it may or may not be very difficult for you to also come to a place where you and god are one elaborate i elaborate okay so if i'm always looking to be with people and you know spend time with people and do stuff for yeah. people right when it comes to my spiritual life and i want to pray or to do something like i'm looking to other people for a quote or good mm-hmm. advice or let's discuss mm-hmm. or let's talk about it let's pray together yeah right and i'm watching sermons every now and then and i'm just picking from their sermons and i'm telling other people and to the outside world oh wow toby's so mm-hmm. spiritual but then toby does not have a personal relationship yeah. with god yeah, you see what i'm saying toby has a group relationship <laughs> with god <laughs> right when it comes to the church oh you can see him praying with everybody and this and you know like where a group is involved that's where my effort mm-hmm. is but on my own I, i hadn't really developed i hadn't come into it so the idea of being with yourself and praying with yourself is like you're telling god that look forget the outside yeah. world right today is me and you right and having that personal revelation right not somebody's revelation that you heard from i mean it's good to you know um take stuff from pastors and things that you learn online and from people and everything. But I realized that anytime I was telling somebody about God or giving somebody advice, it was never my yeah. own thing. It was so many different things that I'd heard from different people who had done the work and had done their yeah. prayer time. Yeah, it's like you're taking right. the credit for who it. I'd come to learn from aha. You see, I was just like, "Oh." And it took me a very long time to realize it. And then unfortunately or unfortunately when it came to um romantic relationships, mm-hmm. right? it then became like an entirely different thing because that too right at times will take precedence yeah. over god in the sense that sometimes i may not be doing certain spiritual things for my own self but i may be doing it for my partner mm-hmm. at the time right 
and it may be all well and good like you may be praying for the person and doing this, but like if you're not how to put it if it comes down to the intention yeah. right uh-huh. because if my intention is that okay i want to be better for somebody which is good mm-hmm. right but it means that you are how to put it you are only you're only de- desiring to because know because of that person uh-huh. so if the person exactly, should be right exactly. now what do you have or where do you stand precisely where exactly where do you stand and as time went on it took me a while to realize this but like when i sort of got on my yeah. own it's like okay now there's nobody so okay what are you going to do yeah. you see what i'm saying in, in effect it's now time to start doing things for yourself start channeling your own intentions into your spiritual life and then and only then will you begin to see a personal relationship with mm-hmm. god right so when it comes to so so this is all all backtracking but when it comes to my the balance between my relationship with god and my relationship with people right as of now i use people to demonstrate the love of god okay okay yeah like i personally i don't get angry or i you know i'm not one to judge or do anything because I've realized that I've made so many mistakes in my life. There's no way, no how, right? That I can see somebody do something against me or against somebody else and just say like, oh, look at this person. What's he doing? Right? I, I, I can't even bring myself to that point to put myself higher than anybody. Maybe it's a flaw, but then I see it as a very huge strength in demonstrating the act of God because with everything that I've done against yeah. God, he's never left me once. Okay. So I don't see why it is, right? So then... As I got to that point and I began to realize that, okay, if God has given me this beautiful character, personality mm-hmm. to be so friendly with people, then let me use that as a medium to demonstrate God's love. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And then that is where I sort of found the balance. So now people don't come or take precedence over God because my source as a human being, as a Christian, is from God mm-hmm. himself. And I'm chosen to develop my own personal time with God. And even if it's one hour or you know a couple of minutes a day literally spending time and saying god yo it's all mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. right then if i'm draw- so like i see myself in the middle yeah. so i draw from mm-hmm. god right you know mix it up inside my body <laughs> and then demonstrate and to, people. to other people who are worthy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm like a yeah. medium so that, that that's how i found the relationship but for a while it, I, I couldn't really do that so yeah that's that's very interesting and insightful so to somebody who is still struggling to develop a personal relationship with god while trying to balance their Mm. relationship with other people what in the in Mm -hmm. the simplest way how would you tell that person to give less time to people and more time to god Hmm. um now if if you're out there you're listening to this and you have a similar problem I would I I understand (laughs) very much he does very much so (laughs) um what I would say is that if you are truly looking to seek God right start with the friends that you have and when I say start with them I mean go to them and say look guys (laughs) I want to pursue God but I have a problem of putting you guys first right because that level of honesty and humility is what really helps if you acknowledge that this thing is an issue and that sometimes when you're doing your quiet time a certain person will text and you stop everything and don't text that person <laughs> right like you tell the person that look i mean it's difficult for me 
to balance these two and I want to pursue yeah. God. So you telling that person, I mean, let's hope that person's not toxic, but then <laughs> hopefully that person will understand and be like, okay, let me help you by removing myself out of the picture just yeah. a little bit. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, if I, so then as, as a person, I'll tell, so this is what I did. Like, I went to my close friends and like, okay guys, this, this is the case. This is what's going to happen. All right. And, um, you know, I'd tell them that, okay, maybe I wouldn't text you in the morning or I wouldn't do this. Or maybe after class, I want to head to my room just for an hour or so. And thankfully they understand me. So they know how important this yeah. is to me. And they know that they, they, they see the, the good thing is that they are stronger than me when it comes to this, mm-hmm. right? Because I'd be the one to break. And after a while, I go and see them like, hey, 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 go and pray or mm-hmm. something like that. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like having friends who are genuinely willing to help you out by denying themselves to you forces you to have that, you know, soul or loving relationship with God on an independent yeah. standpoint. Yeah. Okay. So for anybody out there, that that is one of the first steps that I would mm-hmm. take. Letting your friends know if they are friends or letting your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. whatever. All right. No. Having an open, humble open transparent yeah that's look at you copying pastor mike <laughs> <laughs> and i'm, I'm really really yeah glad. you know just, just just being hard yeah. with them and um getting to that point first then second step is this is something that i'm still mm-hmm. learning but then it's 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 commitment right yeah. um i mean if you, i mean I'm, I'm a productivity junkie right so sometimes like <laughs> I, I, you know, doing my timeline or whatever for the day, so many different things. And I said, hey, wait, where's God inside of yeah. this timeline? And I know it's, it's, I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm belittling God to limiting him to a task. But then I know that, okay, if this is how I operate and I want to treat God with maximum mm-hmm. importance, then I give him precedence over my day. Mm-hmm. And I said that, look, I'm starting my day with God. And then somewhere mm-hmm. along my day, I have to dedicate full time to prayer, whether it is class, or whether it is homework or whether it is project work or whatever. I'm not going to do all of that. And it's been so hard for me to commit time every single day to mm-hmm. pray, every single day to spend time with God. But then when I do, I feel a whole lot better. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And if this is something that you're struggling with, you're not going to get better. You're not going to get out of it if you're not consistent. That's very important. It's very simple. <laughs> simple right? but not so simple. <laughs> simple but not so simple. The idea is yeah. simple. Oh, just pray. But then actually practicing no it. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Do you get like there'll be days you're so tired, Charlie, and you are so oh. you're just not in the mood, and you just want to sit and Netflix all day. Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> you're speaking to me. That was me yesterday. Right? <laughs> oh gosh, I, I said time yeah. to pray, and then I was like, oh, but I want to continue watching this. You like this. <laughs> And <laughs> the spirit is willing, oh, but the I mean, flesh is so weak. Yeah, flesh is too weak, <laughs> too too weak. <laughs> and it, it's it's. Um, I know we joke about it and everything, but like I mean, that's that's actually it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to say manning up, but like um, gathering the discipline to stop whatever you're doing and say you're going to pray. And guys, don't be so hard on yourselves when you don't want to pray. I don't want to say it's fine, though, but it's fine because like somebody told me this once that discipline right is how do oh, what did the person say okay let me just paraphrase yeah. right yeah discipline is commitment mm-hmm. okay devotion not devotion like your devotional yeah. but like devotion to something is 
commitment is going to start off like a chore mm-hmm. or like a you know a boring task until it becomes a habit just to piggyback on what you just said about the whole prayer thing i think it's i, I like the perspective that you're coming from it's very 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 important and also um i discovered something very recently from um, a christian blogger i've been following and basically she was sharing her experience about how she found it so difficult to pray because growing up she always had the or she was always taught that praying to god or talking to god has to be something so glamorous you know how when people Mm. are in church or they're talking about their prayer life they're you know talking about how they're always blowing and blowing tongues and they 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 include themselves go to some isolated sacred place and just to present themselves as if they're like most holier than thou sort of thing yeah but then she she broke it down and then she said that basically praying to god shouldn't have to be something that you have like it shouldn't take too much mental effort just as you would walk up to Mm -hmm. your sibling to discuss anything just about anything it should be like that when talking to god when you come to that point where you see him as a friend when you see him as like uh like a buddy uh a really close friend it wouldn't be too difficult mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. to come to him and to be vulnerable to him it's when you put in your mind that oh you need to dress a certain way you need to you know use this kind of language you need to use this type of vocabulary when you're speaking to god and that's when it seems like praying becomes a chore but then if it's just you know it's just like having banter with your best friend if you use that yeah. idea if you come with that mindset towards god just telling him about your day it doesn't always have to mm-hmm, be about mm-hmm, i want mm-hmm. i want i want but basically just yeah. telling him how you feel how you want mm-hmm. to know him like stuff like that just the littlest things then prayer doesn't become yeah. so difficult anymore I get you. and after reading that and after discovering that it just really really changed my whole perspective about prayer and coming to god in prayer because it, it, it like i could be lying on my bed upside down or whatever then i just be like God. <laughs> only you can do that <laughs> be like God, this and this and this and this and before i realize i'm praying it, it doesn't i may not be on my knees my eyes may not be closed but then the position of my heart is mm. you know to just open up and be vulnerable to god and essentially that's prayer because mm-hmm. you're communicating with god so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from that when, that's, that's, so that's when you um think about it that way then prayer doesn't have to become a chore anymore uh, you know as it is as you yeah think it is. yeah and i'm really really yeah. glad that ella you also mentioned how community has has shaped your um your spiritual growth and how you pursue christ now because it's very very important to surround yourself with people who understand your pursuits who understand what you how like how you want to pursue christ if yeah and a, where you want to go and where you want to go exactly if you're surrounded by people who don't have the same desires as you when it comes to your christian faith it's going to be extremely difficult to to establish that personal relationship you want with god mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's also important to be surrounded by people who are like-minded and people as you said who are more spiritually mature than you because they can help you with um situations that you're going through when you're going yeah, with yeah. them and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. And I'm I'm just so I'm exactly. so glad you said that. Very, very good. it's 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 yeah it's really important. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of iron sharpening. Exactly. Iron, right? Exactly. It's yeah that's that's exactly that. That's exactly that. That's that's amazing. So I have um a few more questions for you. We'll be wrapping up very soon. So no um, problem. 
this question is it, it might be a little personal but let's see how let's no see problem. how you attack it <laughs> what what major struggles do you face as a young christian man and how do you get to it young christian man Emphasis oh my god christian <laughs> man because our generation i mean our peers we have to admit sometimes they go a little off so you deciding to be different and pursue christ how what are some of the challenges that you face um quite a few quite a few uh-huh. um so i'll break it up into two things just try to keep it brief because yeah. knowing myself i can talk for ages <laughs> <laughs> um so the first one i would say like as a man in christ mm-hmm. right <laughs> one of the major hurdles that i would face is in line with lust mm-hmm. right um for most people it's nothing new to them yeah right and if it's new to you i hope it doesn't <laughs> become introduced to you Hello. <laughs> let me say that did you hear me oh i can hear you oh, okay, okay so um and what that is is that it's i want to say it's a major challenge because it was something that i was introduced to very very early on mm-hmm. right which wasn't exactly healthy yeah right everything from pornography to fornication i mean the whole lot yeah and it's it's something that has sort of plagued my mind and things and as i've grown over the years so i always knew so even before i you know in, even before 2015 i always knew that okay this thing is wrong yeah, do this, yeah. right and i do my best to sort of, and i could never how to put it i can never break that habit mm-hmm. right and you know it it, it, it has hmm, this is quite an interesting it, i want to say you know play, say it very simply like it's been with me for the past 10 11 years of my life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it's only this year like being very serious like it's only this year mm-hmm. that i've seen it lose its hold on me hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> and and even with that it does not mean that you know i haven't given into lust in any capacity since yeah right but it means that my mentality my whole outlook and perspective on this subject on this topic has completely changed i'm no longer treating it like something that i have to fight alone yeah that's that's right? a very important way uh-huh. to look at it and i'm also no longer treating it in secret mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right <laughs> now that's that's the that's the the killer <laughs> that's the killer honestly that's what that's what's really really preventing a lot of people from from yeah, from being yeah. saved or from you know being delivered from that thing because they even yeah, too shy really to talk just, about it to embarrass it's so hard it it's so hard yeah. like to, like I used to keep this thing, man. Like, had an image. Yeah. Had an image. Yes, yes I understand. <laughs> but then, um, you know, and I'm literally here on live radio or whatever you want to call it, podcast. Live podcast. Telling everybody that, not I used to, but then I watch pornography. Mm-hmm. Right? I've engaged in <laughs> a number of different things. Yeah. And it's not to say that, okay, okay, then why are you here talking about Christ? It's to say that, despite that mm-hmm. i can't talk about christ exactly despite that like I'm, I'm literally just out here acknowledging my flaws and um in terms of my journey i want to say that this is something that I, you know this is the my two cents that i can offer if you're also struggling or sort of going through the idea of last right yeah because again it's what i said earlier commitment 
in humility. Mm-hmm. Humility in the sense that honoring the fact that you are a sinner, not just to God, but to the people around you, to the people that oh, hold you in high esteem because you're exposing the devil by bringing something like this out. That's, that's so true. That is extremely You see? True. Yeah. And getting to that level of humility, getting to that point where you're not just comfortable saying it, you are saying it. So I'm not saying this, oh, just so that you can know. I'm saying this for a purpose. I'm saying this to expose the devil. I'm saying this so that the more and more I bring this thing out, the more and more I sort of release its hold on my life because God has shown me that, look, this thing is not holding you back. And this year I've seen it fade away. Mm-hmm. And that that fading away didn't come, oh, just by magic one day I woke up and boom, I no longer liked women. <laughs> well. <laughs> it doesn't um, work that way. It's not that good. It doesn't work that way at all. <laughs> right, but then I genuinely took the decision that, look, I realized that I hadn't, I prayed about it, but I never prayed consistently about it. I never yeah. spent two, three days you know, Attacking fasting it. and praying. Again, like, God, I mean, some of those God bless this food prayer. Oh, <laughs> sis. Oh, God, take this day from me. All right. Right, you go. know, <laughs> then we move. <laughs> you understand? Like, or sometimes if something would happen and you feel so bad and in that moment you pray so heavily, yeah. right? But then you get to a point where, you know, you are just there and like, you are, you've come to the point that, look, I'm tired of this thing. Mm-hmm being in my life yeah okay so i need to get to a point where i can remove it and to, to, to remove it you have to be consistently praying like be persistent in prayer yeah yeah right violent that is in the, prayer. that is the uh, <laughs> violence right so that is actually the challenge so the challenge is lost yeah. but the challenge is also um how do i put it is also consistency yeah right choosing to be consistent right that is also the challenge that i would face as a young christian man Mm -hmm. lastly right i think i may mention a bit earlier with the whole idea of being a people person or something like that Mm -hmm. right but then another challenge that i face as a man in christ is being a leader you know yeah like that's i think that's a very important thing that you've raised elaborate mm mm-hmm so, you know, this is this is something I'm, I'm coming to really... I'm, I'm really coming out today, right, in terms of this, because it's something that has been difficult for me to understand, yeah. the role of a man as a leader. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because for so long, I would think that, you know, I, I already told you that, okay, I love love, basically. Yeah. Right? And, you know, I know that, okay, women part of the Christian understanding are meant to be helpers and supporters. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know that the man is supposed to be the head of the house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then in my own um, dealings, okay, speaking to people, understanding people's point of view, like, and especially on Twitter and some of these things, like you'd see a lot of people say, eh, well, you know, the man has to be this, man has to be that, man has to be that, right? Huh. And <laughs> I'm telling you, Twitter is like, the wrong place to take relationships. Twitter is the wrong place to learn. But then it's also where you get some of the most uh, candid responses. That's so true. Uh-huh. Do you see hmm. what I'm saying? And like seeing how people think. And sometimes I genuinely get so upset. Yeah. Right? When I see the idea of a woman in Christ just, in a sense, leaving everything to the man. The man. Right? Mm-hmm. And it, it starts from something as simple as, oh, he asked me on a date, so he must pay. Thank you. Oh, right. my God. And I'm just there like, it's okay. It's like, in my mind, I've been thinking about this thing for days. 
Honestly, and it's sometimes it like I, I it genuinely get sad. Thankfully, I haven't been in any sort of relationship where anybody has been like that. <laughs> I'm very very grateful for that, mm-hmm. right? But then like in a sense like I see so many different people sort of having or so many women having this sort of understanding, right? And then as a man, the challenge could be having to live up to the world standards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and people misinterpret the idea of a man being a leader. Essentially, right? Um sort of come to the standard like, you know, so many girls have this understanding, okay, you leave the man to do everything, you know the house, he has to pay, has to do this, has to do that, has to do that, mm-hmm. right? And on the same notes, they'll come and say, eh, and the man is doing everything and that, you know, women are below this, 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 this. Right. Like, ah, Equality. Guys, exactly. What, what exactly do, do you want? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's not to go, to go ahead and say that the man shouldn't be the leader or that the man shouldn't pay for your food. <laughs> right. But it's, it's sort of saying that, look, the mentality that a lot of people have is that the leader must be head of all and do absolutely yeah. everything. Yeah. Do you see? That's that's such a corrupted way of looking at it. Yes! It really is. Mm -hmm. And that has sort of seeped its way into the spiritual understanding of a man being, quote-unquote, the head of the house. Yeah. So it's, it's, what I see, the challenge is what the miscommunication brings to young Christian men. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because Mm -hmm. I was, I was at an impasse for a while. Like, look, even just recently, I was there and I was at a point where I was just like, ah, so Toby, like, do you consider yourself spiritually mature? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've been through so much. I've learned so much. I've failed so much. Like, I've had a very good experience with God so far, and mm-hmm. there's so much more to go, yeah. right? But I was sitting down, and I was, I was like, I was really distraught. Too. I was just sitting down, like, seeing this thing on Twitter. Like, okay, do you consider? This? Can you lead somebody in Christ? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, okay. And I want to say something good came out of that. But then that sort of pressure, okay, especially seeing the comments that, oh, eh, if he's not quote-unquote spiritually mature, then what am I doing with him? Mm-hmm. Oh, forget him. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like ah. so hmm, where is the idea of a supporter then? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he's a leader, but you said it yourself, he's not an island. Yeah. Right? There will be certain things that he is, I don't want to say incapable of doing, but still growing in. Of course. All right. Mm-hmm. So then seeing a lot of women, girls, whatever, saying that, oh, if he's not more spiritually mature than I am, listen, then I can't be with him. I'm like, okay, I get the idea that, all right, either he should be on your same level or above. Right. Mm-hmm. But in the sense where, you know, like he has his strong suits and you have your strong suits and you want to be in tandem for marriage or relationship, are you not to work hand in hand? Yeah. For a while, are you not to grow as one? You understand? Yeah. And that's the part where it was very difficult for me to understand. That's the part where I kind of got upset because if this is truly what people are thinking, then no man should ever be in a relationship because he's never going to be good at everything. He's never going yeah. to be at all times more spiritually mature than everybody in his family. Mm-hmm. There will be things and certain characteristics that wouldn't allow him to be seen, quote unquote, as spiritually mature. And if the idea or the understanding that women have is that, okay, then I must leave him. Right, because he is not above me. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, we have a bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you see? So I'm just here to sort of address that miscommunication that so young Christian men, guys, do your best to develop your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know you see a lot of these things on Twitter and you hear a lot of these things from your in there, but then 
understand that your relationship or being the head of the house starts first with your relationship with God. God is your head. Yeah. Do you see? Mm-hmm. And from there, you are given the unction to lead others, not because you are better or necessarily spiritually mature, but that is your role. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Huh. So that's one thing I wanted to address that spiritual maturity i mean if like i mean i don't want to take too much time because i think my dad is pressuring me to go somewhere <laughs> but then um right what, what if somebody asks me okay what is spiritually mature then like, how do you know somebody's more spiritually mature than you are because you are praying 99 hours a person is praying two hours is is that it or i think because, that's what most people try to use to measure spiritual uh, maturity that's that's such a painful thing because you don't yeah. know what somebody has you don't know the work somebody has put in yeah you just because they're not work. just because they're not out there screaming screaming about it in the streets doesn't mean I'm that they're shocked. not spiritually mature. I'm and shocked. I feel like this whole issue is arising because people are well the norm is that you know you come out and you say, Hey, so I've read my Bible and I evangelize yeah, and finish so your Bible cover so, to cover. <laughs> yeah, and which is great and all, but then if your heart isn't in the right position, mm. you're mm. really I don't think you can, you know, consider that as being spiritually mature. Mm-hmm. And most people are so used to pleasing people on the outside that when you know these conversations come up about you know the man being spiritually mature it's more of what they see on the outside than what's actually going on on the inside exactly at this stage you shouldn't be concerning yourself with head of the house just yet it's really the most important thing to think about in my opinion is to work on keep on 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 to stay growing Mm -hmm. i hope Mm -hmm. that makes sense to just keep working on being consistent and to keep working on growing because um, for somebody, if somebody comes and they say that they need a man who's more spiritually mature and stuff like that, I think it's it's a very, very, it's a very sensitive conversation. But the most important thing to look out for, in my opinion, is somebody who is still willing to grow and is still willing to learn. Yeah. They're yeah. not going to get everything right. I mean, it's not possible. They're never going to be 100%. But if they have that desire to continue growing and to continue learning, I mean, mm-hmm. what else are you looking for? Yeah, it's yeah. much better to like. I feel like it's it's more it's more beneficial to have somebody who is more willing to learn and to grow and to acknowledge that they're still that they're still growing. Exactly. To somebody who thinks that they've already landed and oh, they yeah, don't have you're speaking my language. You're speaking yeah. my language. That's all I'm trying to tell people. And sometimes yeah. I, I refer to subjects and people are like, "Damn, but he must be more." I'm like, "Okay, guys." Just take a step back. You that you are speaking as a woman. You where have yeah. you reached? Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. what have you attained? Paul himself, who had been to the third heavens, he didn't have any reason to boast. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So I'm just like mm-hmm. take a chill pill, okay? And mm-hmm. yeah, that's 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 just about that. That's just about. That. I, I don't want to go too deep into it because that's not exactly where we're going. But then I just wanted to share my view on that. The, the challenges that you can face as a Christian man is a for me exactly and maybe not for you but then for me is um lust right mm-hmm. and then b is the idea of being a leader in christ with all the yeah. miscommunication in the world yeah. yeah that's awesome and for the final question mm-hmm. the very final question um if you could visit your younger self what <laughs> <piece of> advice <laughs> would it would you Jeez. give young tobias <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to face Young Tobias. <laughs> I really don't. Oh my gosh. But if you could, if you could just go back in time, just one time yeah. to visit Young Tobias in 2015 to 2019 or yeah. I mean, whatever time, yeah. 
just one piece of advice what would you give <laughs> what would you say oh boy oh boy oh boy <laughs> So many, so, there's so much advice to give. So eh? much advice to give. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't. But we live and we learn. We definitely do. Like um, sometimes people ask me this question, and I, I won't lie. There's mm-hmm. absolutely only one thing in my life that I would have changed, which is um, ideally discovering pornography. That's the one okay. thing in my life that, but that was so far back. And yeah, I won't lie. I've I've loved my life like every so people you know say and what about this what about that and i'm like guys every experience every relationship everything that i've gained over the past couple of years yeah has been so amazing Uh that i can't see a bad thing in it yes it may everything may have made me feel certain ways and yes there'll be things that i would love to change but like i'm very glad for how it made me turn out yeah if i genuinely do go back and i'm looking at a young toby <laughs> mm-hmm. i would smile at him mm-hmm. and i'll tell him toby please <laughs> <laughs> with your chest Charlie, you're in for a ride <laughs> a true ride um yeah. but the one thing that i would mention to him is that maybe start the spiritual journey earlier that's something yeah. I wish I'd started earlier. Just, uh-huh. just start praying a bit more because you can do it, you know? Uh-huh. And that's, that's about it. I'd smile, I'd hug him, and I'd just look in his eyes and I'd understand all the innocence and uh-huh. how he has not known what people uh-huh. are and experiences in life and opportunities and all these things. He has no idea. Yeah. Yeah. He has zero idea, but then he's going to find out. And that's the most beautiful thing because... I don't want to say I turned out fine, but I think I turned out okay. Oh, you turned out okay. Oh, you did. Thanks, you thanks, did. Thanks. You're your own horn. You did. <laughs> and there's so much more to attain. So much more to... I actually want to see myself at 25. That's what I want to see myself. <laughs> we'll have this conversation again at 25. Yes, please. Mind yes, please. Looking mind forward mind. to it. <laughs> how, how, how old are we? Uh, right now, we are 19. We're 19. Yep. Yes. So remind me in six years. Ah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's about it that's awesome that's awesome thank you so thank much you as well for having this conversation it's been so insightful mm. it's been so honest mm-hmm. open <laughs> and transparent there we go <laughs> humble open and transparent right yeah humble open, open and transparent, transparent. <laughs> and I, I i've personally learned a lot and i know that my listeners are going to learn a lot as well awesome. thank you awesome. so much for being so honest and for being so so candid you are ever god so bless welcome. you so much god bless you as well yes right so i wish you a very wonderful day okay you too <laughs> and uh, hopefully we shall see each other later hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so Alrighty. much Tobias. the listeners they love you i can tell you <laughs> awesome 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 bye guys All i hope right. you've learned something from everything that we've discussed this is my life and this is my story mm-hmm. and um i guess a shout out to sna for this opportunity but then i guess if there's anything i want to leave you guys with it's 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 commitment and humility those two things if you want to really take your spiritual life to a different level okay yeah awesome all right thank you all righty god bless you okay bye bye okay you can edit that out (laughs) i won't goodbye ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) All right, Toby, goodbye. (laughs) All right, bye, bye, bye.